to Apostates Anonymous, the show you turn to when you're no longer a heretic. I'm your host, Matthew J. DiStefano, and for the next hour, I'll be your Sherpa to nowhere in particular. Nowhere in particular. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, 2020 is behind us, and uh, we pray to God that uh, 2021 doesn't have even a little bit of 2020 in it. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a little, but uh, we're, let's let's hope 2021 is better for most of us. It's not going to be better for everyone. Let's just get that real. Um, but uh, I hope you had a good New Year. I hope you um, stayed safe weren't with other people in large groups and all that good shit. Um, we have a, a decent show for you today. I don't have any guests, but I will say that um, Brenda Marie Davies is back on the schedule for next week's recording. Um, actually, as, as of recording this, I'm going to be talking to her on the 4th. So the day this launches, we're going to talk on the 4th and uh, her interview will be featured in, in next week's episode. So glad that we got all that squared away and we're able to reschedule. If you don't know who she is, uh, go to the God is Gray YouTube channel and check out her videos. She is doing, uh, she's doing good work out there. Um, she was also on uh, Heretic Happy Hour, that other uh, shitty show I have. Uh, no, that one's a good one. Uh, much better than this, um, this uh, amateur hour here that we call Apostates Anonymous. Uh, so go check out her interview on Heretic Happy Hour as well. And before we get into it today, I just want to tell you all that um, I have a Patreon. And if you want to support this show and support my work, and you don't want me to be out there floundering uh, doing this shit for free, because <laughs> you love me, um, and you have the resources to do so, please go to patreon.com slash mjdistefano. If you can't spell that, I have conveniently put a link in the show notes. So just click that link, put in your credit card information. And uh, for as little as $1 a month, you can be a sponsor of the show. I consider you a producer. Huge thanks to all of my Patreon supporters who do that. They have been, um, the way I say thank you is by giving away books and exclusive videos and exclusive uh, early access to, to to certain things that I'm working on. So uh, if you want to become one of those members, please go to patreon.com slash mjdistefano and uh, sign up today. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, we can uh, we could talk about the NFL playoffs that are coming up. Uh, we can call, talk about college bullshit. No, I'm not going to talk about any of that. I'm not going to talk about any of that. Uh, what has been on my mind as of late is the topic of freedom. Uh, I live in America. If you're listening in America, this will resonate with you. If you know anything about Americans, this is going to resonate with you. We love freedom. It is. Uh, <laughs> it is one of those things where we think we are the freest country that's ever existed. We're the only free country out there. Everyone else is enslaved to something else. I mean, that's the hyper hyperbolic uh, stance, but. There's, there's some degree of truth in there, at least for some people. 
And we think of freedom in a certain way. It's an autonomous freedom. It's a bodily freedom. But what really happens is that it's freedom for certain people to do certain things. And the reason why I'm talking about freedom today is with this whole mask thing. There, there, There's a large group of Americans who think that it is their freedom that allows them to not wear a mask. And to some degree, I, I see their point. To some degree. Like, no one should force you to wear certain things in certain situations. But on the other hand, you're not free to to not wear certain things. So we would all agree that I can't pull my dick out at Costco and and walk around and, and just be able and, and be able to play the freedom card. Uh, it's my right as American to have my cock out in Costco while I'm shopping. <laughs> you know? So we we would have to put on not only underwear, but pants. We'd have to put on two layers over our cock and balls and our ass. I have to wear a shirt as well. We don't we can take crassness out of this. Um, but why would we? It's fun. Um, we have to wear a shirt into establishments. Uh, we have to wear shoes. Now, I have barefoot friends who like to go around without shoes, but whatever. That's, this isn't a discussion about shoes and what we should have to wear. The point being is that you can't, you're not free to do whatever you want. Now, I will say this. If you can't wear a mask for any reason, that's legit. Like you have asthma, you have a lung condition. If you've been like abused and it traumatizes you in any sort of way, I I would I would I would like to be able to accommodate that and not make a broad brush statement that everyone 100% of the time should wear a mask. But for the great majority of us, for the rest of us who can wear a mask and should wear a mask, you don't get to play the freedom card when your behavior infringes upon the rights of others. So if you potentially have a disease that could kill people, like you shouldn't have the freedom to do whatever you want. If that makes sense. I hope it makes sense. And so I think we have to talk about freedom in a different way. We need to put the topic of freedom in a different light. And if we're a so-called Christian nation, which we're not, but let's just pretend. Christianity and the freedom that comes with Christianity has nothing to do with doing whatever the fuck you want. It, it, this um, There's this like post-enlightenment understanding of freedom where it is completely autonomous. And I don't, I don't particularly like that sort of understanding of free will or human volition. Because we are not autonomous creatures. We're not autonomous beings. We are intertwined. We are interrelational. We are interdependent. We are... Our freedom is found not in simply making a bunch of decisions or choosing one thing in a, in a, in a line of 20 different things or whatever. Our freedom is found in doing what's good 
and doing what's right. And if we only thought about freedom in that way, then I think the whole topic of masks, for instance, would become a different one. The conversation would shift a little bit on, I'm not just free to do whatever the fuck I want, I'm free to do what's right. And I want to do what's right and good. Like I've been liberated from whatever egoic thing that prevents me from doing the good or doing the, the right or doing the just. I mean, I think this this whole like, I'm not going to wear a mask because I'm free thing, it, it's it's all egoic. It's like, let's pretend for instance, or for one second here, let's just pretend that the anti-mask people are correct and that masks don't do anything to prevent COVID. The worst that's going to happen is I'm inconvenienced and maybe I get a zit or two from where the strap on the mask goes on my face because of sweating or whatever. That's the worst that's going to happen. I'm slightly inconvenienced. And I don't look as fashionable as I might otherwise. Because I, I don't find them... Uh, I don't find them fashionable. That's the worst that has happened to me wearing a mask. If they're wrong, however, then the worst that's happening is you're killing people. So... I know this is a bit of a Pascal's wager sort of uh, approach to the thing, but I think it fits. For most of us, the worst that's going to happen is we're slightly inconvenienced. But on the flip side, the worst that's going to happen is you're going to kill a bunch of people that you don't know. Or maybe you do know. Maybe it's your grandparents. Maybe it's your parents. Maybe it's someone who has a autoimmune disease or, or asthma or cancer or something. And you go to a party with them and you don't think twice about wearing a mask because it's the government trying to hold us down, trying to impose that communism. Well, maybe. <laughs> this is a weird way to go about it. Um It just it it, it just seems to me like if we're gonna be if we're gonna be good people, if we're gonna be empathetic people, if we're gonna be compassionate people, we would wear a mask at risk of inconveniencing ourselves and to me this is like the smallest bit of self-sacrifice that christians claim and i and i say christians because it seems that the the most of the anti-maskers are this this right-wing conservative brand of christianity like the freedom loving americans god guns and country all that kind of shit it's like you talk about the self-sacrificial nature of Christianity. You talk about the self-sacrifice of Jesus. You talk about the, you know, what it means to to be a Christian and it's all about others and it's not about yourself and it's all But then when it comes down to it, you can't even wear a mask. And I know people personally that like brag about not wearing a mask. And it's like, well, okay, but you claim to follow Jesus. So at which at what point are you going to sacrifice for the sake of others? At what point are you going to put others first if you can't even do this simple thing that 
even if it didn't work, it's still the right thing to do because it makes few people feel better when they see you wearing a mask and they don't get as worried. And it probably helps because guess what? You're not an epidemiologist and those who are have now said that masks are helpful. So let's let's pretend they are correct and and actually take seriously the notion of putting others first or self-sacrifice. I've always I've always found that kind of funny. Like what are we self-sacrificing in Christianity? I always heard that term. And and but what? What are we doing? How how are we putting others first if we can't even do the simplest of things? It's like we want to we want to fight this notion of self-sacrifice and build ourselves up because you ain't going to take my freedoms. It's all about my 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 not even us, my, my freedoms. Second Amendment, so I can have my gun. All this kind of stuff. Where's your self-sacrifice in all this? I, I'm, I'm curious to, to learn where that is in, in your head. I never understood that. And again, I, th- I think it comes back to everything is about me. Everything is mine. Christianity has abandoned the idea of the collective out of fear that it sounds like communism or something or socialism. Because it, it, it sounds like one of those isms that we're all so afraid of. And I'm not going to say sit here and say that state-mandated communism or state-mandated socialism is, is, is going to work any better than than anything that the state does. But where is the idea of the collective in the minds of Christianity? It's supposed to be a corporate, communal religion. And it's become so... It's really just Americanism. Because it's it's all about me. It's all about I. It's all about my rights. My freedom. Freedom should be our freedom. Freedom for all of us. I mean, do you really want to be one of, I mean, do you really want to be so free that we all can do literally whatever we want to? Because I thought the whole thing about freedom was if it impinges on your freedoms to do something, then it's no longer freedom. That's, that's why I put my pants on when I go to Costco. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to see my dick. That's not the only reason I do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but you get the point. You get the point. So it's just, it's really interesting. It's really interesting that when it comes down to even the basic of things, we can't even sacrifice that. And I would love for Christianity to actually become what it claims to be. A religion that is for the benefit of others. A religion that is communal in nature. That models for the world how to be. And in America at least, it has just become synonymous with being a right-wing conservative. 
who hates the government. Loves the government when Trump's involved, but hates the government otherwise. So I guess this is a good time to plug my friend Keith Giles' book, uh, Jesus Untangled. I think it's Untangled. They're all un. They all blur together. Jesus Untangled, uh, Crucifying Our Politics to Pledge Allegiance to the Lamb. I can get his subtitles. I can't even get my own subtitles. <laughs> I guess they're too damn long. Christianity needs to disavow itself from this idea of like what it means to be an American. And I'm not saying you have to like disavow being an American, but this almost like hyperbolized idea of what it means to be an American. It's all highly individualistic. And that's simply not the not the case. We are not individuals. We are not individualistic. We are all informed by others, whether we like it or not. And we inform others, whether we like it or not. So we have to think of, of others every time we make decisions. Or we should. We should be doing that. How does this decision impact others? And to be truly free, you, de- you, de- you decide the good thing. That's, that's a sign that you're free. I talk about free will in Heretic. Um, I, I follow, uh, probably when it comes to human volition, the philosophers Thomas Talbot, David Bentley Hart, Rick Machuga, those philosophers and how they approach free will. We are not, our free, our, I'll put it like this. Our freedom is not found in simply choosing one thing amongst others. That's not where freedom is found. Freedom is found in choosing the good. So it's almost as if we only have one choice. Maybe we have multiple choices that are all good, but we only ha- our choices only point in one direction. Not the band. <laughs> That's a bad choice. <laughs> Throwing shade. Our choices only point in the direction of the good. Whatever the good is. So in this instance, you don't have freedom to choose a mask or not choose a mask. Most of us. Again, most of us. Your choice is the good. And the good is to wear a mask when you're out. Now again, if you've been traumatized and and you can't have a mask on because of PTSD or something like that. Or or you have a, a medical condition that truly prevents you from wearing a mask. Again. Outliers. Those are outliers in what in 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 the topic that I'm the in the um, in how I'm approaching it. For the most of us, for the majority of us, the good is to wear a mask, just like the good is to not drive drunk. I don't have the I don't have the freedom to drive drunk, or I shouldn't. You don't have the freedom to drive drunk, or you shouldn't. You're you're putting others at risk. But with the way that most Americans, the way that most American Christians approach freedom, their logic could be applied to drinking under the influence. Because, hey, I'm free, brother. I had a six-pack, but I'm free. You can't, you can't take away my rights. What is this, socialism? Well, no, no one would say that. They would say, oh, I don't. I also don't have the freedom because I'm putting others at risk. Well, how is that any different than wearing a mask? 
You protect others when you wear a mask when you go out. And the fact that you disagree by showing me a shitty YouTube video on why that's untrue this is not evidence. And look, I'm not, I, I, I don't swing the pendulum too far and think that if you're out on a hike, you need to wear a mask. I'm not, I'm not saying that all the shutdowns were 100% effective or that they were the right thing to do. I mean, I think some of the way that this has been approached by the government is shitty. Like, why did we shut down all the small businesses, but you could always go to Target and Costco and, and Walmart? for quote-unquote essential items. But when I went there early on in the shutdown, I saw people shopping for clothes, shopping for non-essential items. So why were, you know, but I'm not saying that the whole approach to shutdowns were 100% right at all. I'm simply saying when you go out to grocery shop or to shop of any kind or when when you're around people in public, you should wear a mask. And, and a truly free person would do that. So stop playing the it's my freedom card to do things that impact others in a negative way. Otherwise, so help me God, I'm pulling my dick out in Costco and I'm playing the card. No, I'm not going to do that because I'll go to jail. <laughs> we are not free to do whatever we want and freedom is not found in doing one thing over the other this is a this is a fallacy of well pre-enlightenment with with occam and then kant later that that human volition is found in the total total autonomous person that's simply not the case and if i could plug another book uh, Three Theological Mistakes by Rick Machuga talks about free will. Tom Talbot in The Inescapable Love of God talks about free will. David Bentley Hart talks about free will a lot. We've got to get it out of our heads that the, the free will we think we understand is true. Like libertarian free will. That is an assumption that we kind of all take on, especially here in the West. I don't think it's the best way to describe the complexities that is the human being. It doesn't line up with mimetic theory. It doesn't line up with quantum entanglement. It doesn't line up with modern psychology. That we are all totally autonomous individuals. It just doesn't seem to be the best, have the best explanatory power on what it means to have free will. And I think it's wrapped up in dualism where we have to think we don't have any sort of free will or we have this libertarian free will. It's almost like the the false dichotomy of talking about like total sovereignty in a Calvinistic way and like Pelagianism in like an Arminian, further than Arminian way where it's like, is God either, are things either predetermined or do you have free will? And I don't think either of those are really that helpful in the discussion that we're having about about any sort of free will. And I know that's off on a tangent. And and I talk I, again, I talk about this in Heretic in a more cogent way. 
I'm just kind of shooting from the hip right now and how it relates to um, wearing a mask, but we, we could apply this to anything, to anything. I'm just applying it to masks right now because I've, I've heard it on the internet recently, a lot lately, about how freedom relates to wearing a mask. And I just kept thinking like, well, with that logic, it's like seatbelts, driving drunk, walking around naked outside. I mean, there's just so many things that we know we're not free to do. And we like it that way. Society functions better when it's not okay to drive drunk. Society functions better when it's not okay to whip your dick out at Costco. Society functions better when we have certain limitations on our so-called freedom. This is one of them. We are in the midst of a pandemic that has killed way, 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 way more people than the flu does. On top of the fact that we have had lockdowns and it's still killing people way, way, way more than the flu does. So a little bit of being conservative when it comes to masks. It's so strange to me. And I was talking to my mom the other day who is way more conservative than than I am. About how like liberal used to be like, hey, man, hey, man, it's no big deal, man. Just do whatever you want, man. Like, like liberal hippies. Hey, man. And now it's almost like it's all flipped. Like the liberals are like, hey, you got to mask up. You got to be diligent. Hand sanitizer. Wash your hands. Do all this stuff. <laughs> and now the conservatives are like, hey, man, like don't tread on my freedoms, man. You don't have to wear a mask. It's like, it's like whatever. It's like flipped. You're not being conservative. Like with your decision here. You're being flippant. You're being capricious. It's interesting. It's an interesting um, flip of the script there. That, that the liberals are the ones who, you know are almost behaving like if you just looked at like the um the word conservative they're being conservative in this approach they're conserving what they have health they're helping conserve the health and safety of others by wearing a mask and socially distancing themselves and it's the conservatives who are having like the parties that are getting people sick I'm not saying liberals aren't too, but it just does seem like this has fallen into political camps. Like, not all conservatives are anti-mask, but it seems like all those who are anti-mask fall in this conservative uh, realm. That's an interesting point. I'm sure I'm wrong, and there are outliers. You can you can message me on social media and remind me of that. I am aware, but I, I got my broad brush out today. I've got my broad brush out today. So, what else is going on? I don't know what else I've had on my mind. Can't really think of anything other than uh, other than the new year. Oh, uh, we bought a house. So we're excited about that. My wife and I, we bought a house. 
we're going to stay in Northern California in Chico. We we had been looking about uh, looking at moving maybe to Minnesota, Wisconsin. We've looked. I mean, we just looked. We can't look look because of COVID. But we've looked on the internet. We looked at we looked at Washington State, some Oregon, some Colorado a little bit. Um, but we're deciding to stay in Northern California and uh, stick it out here, in spite of all the fires that we have. Um, so we'll we'll see by next summer when when it's fire season if that was a good choice or not. But uh, yeah, we bought a house. Um, you know. In, in town here and are excited to not be in a tiny, tiny rental with no space on top of each other all the time. So that'll be good. So in the new year, you'll have a, uh, a more relaxed, peaceful Matt and not a bitch moaning and complaining about everything, Matt. <laughs> no, I'll still be the same snarky self. So that's that's all I have today. Um, again, like I said, Brenda Marie Davies is on deck. I don't know what we're talking about, but she's big into, uh, critiquing the purity culture. And so maybe we'll get into that, uh, talk about how that relates to deconstruction, how it relates to the problems that, that we both notice within, uh, evangelicalism. And, uh, especially when it comes to, just the ignorance of a lot of the church and and how it relates to sex because uh it was my experience that the church does not know what the hell it's talking about when it comes to sexual issues and to be fair maybe I don't either I'm not a sex therapist but um I just play one on TV no but I I definitely can critique it and um have done a lot of reading on on how how the church has really botched this one and, and a better way forward. So hopefully I can provide some resources, and I'm sure Brenda uh, will be able to as well. So be on the lookout for that. Thanks for listening. Thanks to those who support me on Patreon. Um, if you do a New Year's resolution, I hope you stick with it. Uh, don't just work out for three weeks and then uh, sit on your ass for the rest of the year. Get out there and do it. Um, everyone has a six pack under that, uh, <laughs> fat stomach of ours. So, um, <laughs> you just got to put in the work. Peace and love. See you next time.